0: Gio. Yeah, I shouldn't have made it this far. Gotta thank God for my brand new
1: heart. My check, yeah, my check. I shouldn't
0: have made it this far. Gotta thank God for my brand new heart. Yeah, I shouldn't have made it this far. Gotta thank God for my brand new heart. Hey, hey. They never seen it like this. I was cutting up all in the roof, Chris. Came a long way from that mainline ish. Coming Saturday, babe finna bring the kids. Coulda wild out, told my bring the pack. Stressing commissary and the money on the jack. That I told her Jesus loves her and I'm never coming back I mean? Now I'm in the word, that's the sword of the spirit I know the carnal man really not trying to hear it Bought with a price and I'm not talking clearance Clowning in the day room with Profect and Terrence Wonderful counselor, I was spinning calendars Had to put my brakes, that's the rotor and the caliper Go against God, you don't want to be the challenger The Lord is the king and I'm just the ambassador Come on, Come on. I shouldn't have made it this far nah, nah. Gotta thank God for my brand new heart Woo,
1: yeah, woo been- Mic check, mic check Mic check, mic check, mic check What up, what up, what up, what up everybody What up Late episode of the No Judgment Podcast <laughs> But that's alright man We want to welcome everybody from Apple Podcast, SoundCloud Everybody that's tuning in to us We want to just thank you man You know cause Bishop If anybody can listen That's appreciated. If anybody tunes in, that's appreciated. Because a lot of people out there doing stuff that nobody really cares about. (laughs) And some of them be really talented people. You know, some of them, you know, some people actually got some things to say. A lot of people don't. A lot of people, you, you just listen to them and it's like, man, these guys are like, they're writing off of just education or something they just kind of rehearsed or whatever it might be. Which, by the way, we don't really have no production, pre-production meetings here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It'd just be like, <laughs> I think our pre-du- pre-production is like, Bishop, you got anything in, in particular you need to say today? <laughs> if not, it's like, okay, hold on. Regular you know,
2: conversation.
1: Just regular combo. You know, there's a few things I jot down here and there that are just noteworthy that, you know, we we, we feel could be good to, you know, put a kingdom kingdom perspective there's some other things that i've been seeing across my timeline i can care less hmm. i can care less and who left who while they were still married for another rich dude and i don't even know that whole story but that type of stuff i don't care come on that stuff is nonsense. Shade room and baller alert and all y'all media outlets over there blowing this story. How is that a story? I, I don't get it. I guess maybe that's like a lifestyle of the rich and famous version of of soap operas or something. I don't know. I, maybe that's why they interested. It's like real life playing out before them. I don't know. Hmm. But that type of stuff we, we don't we don't really care about all that. No, no. I, I'd rather talk more so. Just what you mentioned, <laughs> what these Lakers are gonna do, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give them a little air time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. So, uh, yeah, we want to thank the listeners. Um, shout out to everybody in Africa listening listening to us in Canada. Found out that Canada, we got a lot of Canada listeners. Man, love y'all out there. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. yeah. Found that out. Um, In the U.S., obviously, and man, the U.S. needs the gospel just as much as anybody else because, man, we're over here living like we're uh, the new Rome. You know what I'm saying? We're we're the new Rome out here, bro. Better be
2: glad we ain't on the Gaza Strip.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Because
2: that war is turning conventional, bro. Yeah. Troops are, like, fixing to prepare to invade. Yeah. You know, so this thing is going to get ugly. Yeah. But, Israel, you can be confident, Mm-hmm. you know?
1: Yeah. And say what you say about Israel, that's still God's people.
2: That's why I say Israel, you right. can be confident. <laughs> right. And,
1: and believe it or not, they are. Yeah, yeah. Because I've seen a couple of people that were like, oh, no, Israel over here caught trying to be colonists. They're trying to steal these people's lands. They're like, wait a minute! First and foremost, God promised them that land. That is, that is land that is Israel's land. <laughs>
2: yeah, and, and 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 we know, you know, through Isaac the promise, right? You know that that's their inheritance.
1: Yeah, but
2: Muslims, Arabians, right? You know the, the, in, in that particular region. They think they that think, yeah. Ishmael, being the oldest mm-hmm. of the bond slave woman, right? You know Hagar. That mm-hmm. ain't look. You know, no. It, it, irregardless to if you call him illegitimate or not, illegitimate or not. Yeah, you know, he was the first. So yeah. I mean it should be his.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely prayers for 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 Israel for sure because. You know, if you're a friend of Israel, you're blessed.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, there, there's, the a, there's a uh, there's a particular promise to that. That's right. You know, so we don't, uh, we ain't never coming against Israel. <laughs> so so say whatever you want to say about them. We know that's God's people, God's chosen people. And even more so for, for the Christian who've been engrafted in. Come on. I mean, that's what the word says. So, you he know. Said,
2: we're, I, I bless those who bless you. Yeah. I'll curse those who
1: curse you. Absolutely. And shout out to David Lynn. I was watching another video of his earlier. He's going on a uh end times tour. Huh. So he's going everywhere preaching the gospel.
2: Come on, come hey,
1: on. Amen. <laughs> that's a code that's a cold name for a tour. Come on. That is a code. You'd be like, man, I'm going on an end times tour. Come on. I'm letting people know Jesus is coming back. This is so serious to me. I'm going everywhere I can go. That's real though, man.
2: That's real. That, look, look. I was telling somebody last night at work. I said, "Hey," because we was talking about this particular topic, and you know, he was he was saying, you know, he 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 he, he was wondering, you know, uh, uh, how this thing is gonna play out. I said, "Well, let me tell you this." The way it's going to play out, I don't want to be around to, 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 to witness, you know, the results, you know, uh, how it's going to play out because, you know, there's going to be a peace treaty. Right, right, right. You know, between these two. Right. And and, and the Antichrist, he's going to, you know, say, hey, look, I'm the problem solver. Right, you know, I can, I can, I could bring peace to this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I know how you can share this. Yeah, that's when he's going to sit on what he call his throne in that very
1: dome of the rock. Huh? Yeah.
2: So you know, hey, we ain't gonna be here.
1: No, no. If if you're here, uh, it's a problem that's a problem. I've been watching a lot of those videos. Uh this brother Isaiah young brother too. Young young dude um he posts a lot of those videos. And I mean he's he's just going on and on emphasizing you know uh what's his name? His name's Isaiah Sal Isaiah Saldivar. Young dude and for as young as he is, it's great because he's not preaching this new age nonsense that a lot of these kids are on. You know, he, Come on. he, he, he giving it up raw and uncut, which is great. You know what I'm saying? Because you need more people, you know, especially people that are utilizing like the whole YouTube more, you know, they're on the social media platforms. He, I think he's got a Twitch. He's got like a TikTok. That dude get it. He'd be giving it up, you know. On those platforms, which is great, because again, you don't see, even though those are like young people, especially like TikTok, there's like a lot of for the kids.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't really see kids or at least young youth, right? Preaching,
2: right, right, right.
1: And he's probably one of the main ones doing it, and he's and he's right on, and he was breaking down pre-trib. Versus like post-trib mm-hmm. or mid-trib, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Man, I don't believe in that. i I'm, I personally believe I'm pre-trib, absolutely. You know, I this is why, and he breaks it down as to scripturally, why. Why. right? scriptorially why, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. just he uses a little common sense because it's like, how would you know these things if you know if if you if you stuck around, then you would know them, but no man knows the day or the hour." So if you're still around, that means that you missed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and and there's still a you know there's still some people that are going to be saved through it. But I think that that's the contrast,
2: though, with 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 evangelical Christians why they can't agree, right? You know, simply because you know they feel, and I, I just believe this that you know what you do your behavior, yeah. you know, the carnal fight, mm-hmm. you know, what causing you to miss out, you know, yeah. on being caught up. Right? Yeah. Mm-mm. Because, you know, you're warned by Paul, but you could take that, you know, to 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 in the sense that you know, you're warned to lift up your head because your redemption draweth nigh. Right. You know that 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 he wants you to be aware and always, you know, walk, you know, in obedience and in the love of God, mm-hmm. because he's soon to come back. Right. You know, and how will he find you? Well, mm. I, I just, you know, he says this is this is my common sense of the scripture. Right. In in First Corinthians, fifteen chapter, to 50, uh, uh, the fifty the fifty eighth verse, you know, he talks about, uh, uh, um, well, that's being steadfast and unmovable. But go back to the fifty first, and and he's 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 talking about us being changed in a moment mm-hmm. of a twinkling of an eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if I'm being changed. Mm. That means that Christ is not going to take me. Right. In this carnality, in this flesh, right? Yeah. He says you'll be changed from mortal to immortality. That's so right. that's telling me that I'm not going to do the changing, right? That the change is going to be done that part of it by Christ mm-hmm. because he's doing the other part, which is the inside work. Right,
1: right. So right.
2: now everything's going to match. Mm, mm, mm. Right? My spirit is going to match. Yes. Because that's how he was resurrected. Mm-hmm. He had a glorified body. Now our bodies are going to be glorified. So, right. So, so. So when you get to talking about the do's and the don'ts and saying, well, oh, well, you know, am I going to make it or blah, blah, this or blah, blah, that.
0: Yeah. If you've right.
2: accepted Jesus as Lord, you're going to make it. Mm-hmm. You're going to be raptured. Yeah. You know, people are probably, it's probably going to blow some people's minds. And we can look at scriptures, you know, because you know how people, they'll say, well, no, because this scripture says this and that scripture says that. Mm-hmm. No, look, you're ready because it's the Holy Spirit right. that
1: gets you ready.
2: Right. Right. Right, there's an invitation that goes out to the wedding. Yeah, and you 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 can accept that invitation or you can reject that invitation. Jesus gave a clear picture of that,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? And so we've accepted the invitation, right? So guess what?
1: We in we the bride. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like something he said really pretty simply. It was like, hey, if 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 the tribulation represents the wrath of God being poured out, right? But the scripture tells me that I've been delivered. I've been, I've been, I've escaped the wrath of God. Mm-hmm. So why would I stick around for the wrath of God? Why would I be a part of God's wrath? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, eh, if you just break it down. Well, because see, some people take that out of context and
2: use his wrath as correction.
1: Right. And let me tell you That's something.
2: A yeah. parent, if you Discipline or correct your kids out of anger—that's
1: abuse. Yeah,
2: God yeah. ain't abusing His
1: kids. Hmm. Exactly. and you're right on, Bear, and you're right on, Pastor. Because you know me, and my wife—we've been uh doing some expository Bible studies in the morning, and we've been in Romans. we have mainly talking about the flesh and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know Romans eight and one begins with "There's now no condemnation." you know, and things like that, and we're breaking it down. And, and, you know, that word condemnation means sentence. It means to sentence, right? <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, and I use Miguelito as an example. It's like, you know, if, if, we're, if we're God's children, which we are, you know, we don't we don't get a sentence towards us. We don't have the condemnation of God towards us. It's 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 similar to like, okay, if my son, if he's cutting up and all that type of stuff, like I'ma discipline him. You know, I'ma correct him, get him right, you know, until he makes the adjustment and he moves on, right? Right, right. So that's that's what a parent, that's what a loving parent would do. Mm-hmm. If I was to condemn him, that would be me that that's equivalent to me saying, you messed up, Pack your stuff. You're out of here. You're no longer my son. You're not welcome back here. Who are you? Why are you still here in my house? Right. That's that's con- condemnation. Right. That that is that is how you have to look at that because God don't do God's not doing that to us. When we got saved, that is no longer the sentence we're receiving. Right. God right. is no longer disowning us. He says, "Lo, I am with you until the very end of the age." Yes. Right. He's always with us, right? That's, prom- that's the promise of God. So we, we don't have to worry about that, but God will correct us. He'll discipline us. He'll chastise us because we're his children. Yes. If we weren't his children, we'd be illegitimate, right? And there would be no correction yes. per se. Just like if, if, if there was some random kid walking down the street and you started trying to talk to them like you're their parent, they're going to look at you like, whoa, stranger danger. <laughs> right. You're going right. to look at you like, you, who is this wild dude? Like, <laughs> I'm out of here, you know, because you're not their parent. They don't know you as mom or dad. They right. don't know you like that. Right. They're going to dip. They might call the police on you thinking you some creep, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. But if it's their parents and you're calling out to them and you're saying, hey, they're, they're attentive to you. Right, right, right. They're, they're, they're going to listen to you. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And a stranger, they will not follow. So we have to understand that irregardless, because the whole topic is is that we were teaching mostly on was understanding your flesh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because the battle is within your mind and your flesh gets in the way of the things of, of God. But that, that alone makes Christians feel like they're just not worthy, that, mm-hmm. that, they, that it's, you know, they're this filthy whatever, whatever, and it's like, man, Jesus didn't die, you know, he didn't come to remove your flesh. He put the works of the flesh to death, though. He put, as in Romans 7, and uh, I believe Romans chapter 7, you know, speaks on that, you know, uh, uh, that he, you know, that he crucified those sins, you know, that those sins died. You know, with him. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. And
1: so, yeah, you I mean, you have uh you have all that. Um basically you have all of those works. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Right. Right? right. So you have a flesh, but you're no longer in bondage to your flesh. That's you're right. no longer a slave to sin. You have a different taskmaster. You have you have a carnal nature, but guess what? You don't have to live according to it that's the bottom line <laughs> you don't have to live you got help now yeah you don't have to live you know uh, you know with or should i say according to it you don't have to fall into it every time i like something you said not too long ago you said hey man your spirit gotta win sometimes your flesh can't be winning every day and you know what i heard that come to my mind and i literally changed my mind about some stuff because I'm like, yo, at some point, I just don't need to fall into this. <laughs> I could you, win. You, you know, I could win. I don't have to Get go up, Rocky. Thi- go this way. <laughs> and, you know, and it is just so, but it was just so simple, the simplicity right. Right. of God, right? And it's just like, geez, if I just look at it just the right way. Yes. And, you know, there's some people that read these words and they look at that. And they say, man, it's just so hard. But that's your flesh. <laughs> your flesh is saying it's that, ours. Right, because
2: <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it, the flesh will try and convince, guess what, your soul. Right. See, your flesh knows that it can't convince the spirit. Right. Because your spirit is empowered by God's spirit. Yes. And so it was born of God's spirit. Mm-hmm. So the flesh don't have no win with your spirit. Right. But it's that soul, bro. Mm. That soul is what gives the issue because that will, see, the will is so powerful. Yeah. Until guess what? God won't mess with your will. Wow. Yeah. Now, did I say something wrong? No, no. <laughs> you're, you're, you have a free will. Exactly. <laughs> right. And, and so that's where I believe that Christians like go into this cave and not want to come out because the soul, your emotions right. have convinced you because your will have conformed. Not to God's will, but to the will of your flesh. Right. So now the condemnation comes in Mm -hmm. because you're saying, I'm not worthy, Mm -hmm. you know, of this. And God is looking at me like that. So now, now it's like you said, your mind, you have immediately got outside of walking in the spirit. Right? Because when you walk in the spirit, the spirit's prescribed order is for you to look at the victory that Christ is giving you. Right. Through what he's done on Calvary, not what you've done. Right. See? Exactly. But once, see, but that's that's once that condemnation starts working on you, see, cuz it's the so your flesh can care less if you condemn or not. Oh, yeah. We <laughs> know that because we have both been sentenced.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah right? But mm. but but what was crying out? Your soul, even before right. you was saved, your soul was crying out. You was missing home. Mm. You was emotional when you see this on television or when you get that letter from moms or blase this, right, blase that. Right? right, right. right? But yeah. after you gotten saved, now your spirit. Mm. Started getting the encouragement from God's word. Yes. And then started to tell your flesh, nope, you're wrong. Yeah. This is who I really am. So now I'm looking in the mirror and I'm saying, oh, okay. I don't look like that guy. Right. I look like the firstborn of many brothering." Ooh, come on. That's who I really look like. Yes. So, so, so because look, we look at, and what do we say? The works of the flesh. Right, mm-hmm. and I asked the question Monday: How come it's not called the fruits of the flesh? Right, mm. because the flesh can't produce fruit.
1: Mm. Why? Because the flesh's works are dead. Come on, that's—I mean, that's—that's that's what it says. Fruits <laughs> only com- with us. Fruits only come from the tree of life. Mm. That's good. That's really good. That's really <laughs> There's no good.
2: other fruits
1: being produced in us. hmm Yeah. Amen. Yeah. 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 That I mean, that's I, I don't mean to get worked up. Bro, no, I don't. mean it's it's good because again, it's like if you're gonna walk in victory, you have to understand what's what. You know, because you you'll condemn yourself over the wrong things because you don't have the knowledge, right? And and again, I refer to Paul in chapter seven you know, he breaks, he breaks it all down. You know, he's letting you know there's two laws at work here that I find, you know, when I want to do something that is right, I can't, I can't find a way to do that because my flesh is, is just whack. That's what it does. You know, when I will to do good, evil is always present. You know, the things that I want to do, I don't seem to find, and a lot of people use that as a, like, kind of, I don't know, maybe like a bailout type of scripture or Negative. whatever it might be. And it's like, well, that whole entire thing is just simply Paul breaking down how your flesh works, <laughs> you know? Hey, bro, when I was in close custody and I told you this story,
2: and I don't know if I should air this or not, but I mean, <laughs> you can air whatever bro, you want. Bro, you know us. No ju- this, hey, this listen, no judgment, no judgment zone, judgment bro. Zone. <laughs> I remember, man, when I was in close custody, bro, back in 2001, 2002. Struggling with masturbation. Mm-hmm. Saved,
3: right? right? I'm
2: saved. Reading my word every day, right? Being filled mm-hmm. every day, right? Spiritually, understanding little by little more and more. Line up on line, precept upon precept, growing, 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 growing in the Lord. Mm-hmm. But yet and still, as I am alone mm-hmm. in my cell, guess what?
1: Yeah,
2: my but. The, the spirit of my mind mm. began to war with my members. Right, and and at first, I'm like, God is this what you're telling?" And God said, "This is what I'm telling you." Right, you're warring with your members mm-hmm. because what's happening is, and I'm like, I, I'm trying to, uh, um, I'm trying to uh, eliminate the members on my body that God is talking about. (laughs) Right. And can I tell you something? Huh? Bro, the process of elimination went right to my genitalia. Mm. I I don't know no other. Well. God God started pointing stuff. He says, this is your struggle. Right. And 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 but this is what blessed me is mm-hmm. that 21st verse mm-hmm. because it gave me the way out and that's where my deliverance came. Yes, exactly. Because it took the weight off of me. Mm-hmm. Lay aside every every weight of sin that so easily beset us. Right. Looking unto the author infinity. Once my focus, once my eyes, once my sight began to look at what Christ has done, mm-hmm. then the burden wasn't on me. See, Mm. and once that took place, I began to be strengthened and began to walk in the strength that the Spirit provided for me through that prescribed order. Right? Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with 10 steps because you don't have 10 steps for that. Ain't no anonymous, (laughs) look, y'all might as well quit lying with your, with, your, <laughs> with your treatments that you're taking people money from for? for, for mm-hmm. Listen, it, 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 if that was the case, pornography wouldn't be an 80 billion dollar industry a year. You, you, yeah. You, so you know mm-hmm. stop with mm-hmm. that. It's Jesus that gives you the victory, right? Out of every addiction. Mm-hmm. It's Christ. And when you began to look at that and began to really know in your heart yeah that that's what took place for you, that he who knew no sin mm, became mm, sin ooh, for you in order that you might be made right with God.
1: Mm-hmm. You know that God's not looking at you in a wrong way. Yes, sir. Come on. Come on. Man, You, you uh, I, were, were you here the last two days or what's going on? Man? I don't know, but you I'm cro- going to tell you what, you man. cross-referencing everything we've been talking about over here. Bro, you know we, hey. <laughs> I mean, that's just confirmation, right? I mean, it just, because God, God, when he's driving home a point, he always confirms, right? And I, I could just imagine Paul, in, in, towards the end of that seventh chapter in Romans, I, I could just hear him escalating. The things I want to do, I can't do. Ah, and then he just, <laughs> he, he climaxes with, oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? He might have been struggling with what I was struggling with. But look, you took a breath and said, (laughs) I thank God Mm. through Christ Jesus, Mm. my Lord. Mm. See, because just like you pointed out, he knew the way out. Mm. And that's where we got to take a breath. That's that's where you got to focus on because we could all sit here and say, man, I just can't. I'm just a liar. I'm a cheater. I'm a this. Oh, God. I'm so unworthy. But Jesus. Take a breath. I like that. Take a breath. <laughs> right. Hey, that's a message, bro. But Jesus, you died for that.
3: Mm.
1: You nailed that on the cross. Mm. You don't look at me that way. Mm. The same death I, I, I go down with you and the same resurrection that brought you up is bringing me up with you. Ooh. Right? <laughs> if, if, if I've suffered with you, I'll also reign. With you, See that? We got to get, get to the other side of the fence. You can't just stay on one side of the fence and beat yourself up. Let the devil beat you up. Let people that think they know you beat you up. You have to cross the other side and say, but Jesus, this is what you say. This is what you call me. This is the truth of the matter because they might be speaking some facts, but you have truth. Your truth <laughs> overrides the facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and that is where our comfort is, bro. It's, some people say, oh, well, no, you're just trying to sweep something under the rug. You're just no. trying to not hold yourself accountable. No, no, no. no, I am, but I can't stay there. God's not telling me to stay there. God's telling me, looking to the author mm. and the finisher mm. of my faith, not looking at my flesh, not looking at my mistakes, not looking at the problem, but focusing on the victory.
2: Yes. Pressing toward,
1: Pressing towards. Come Come we're on. not all Job's. Okay. <laughs> we're not, we're not <laughs> all Job. Job was written as an example for us. Clearly, you know, there's a lesson there, but, Some of y'all got to stop acting like Job and remember Christ is here. See, Job got a picture of it. Right. He said, I know my Redeemer lives. Yeah. He got a glimpse. Bro, we have the fullness now. We have the actual spirit of God that's living in us. He only got a glimpse of the Redeemer. The Redeemer has now come. Mm. He's already nailed it to the cross. Mm. He's already resurrected, and he's already given his spirit to those who have accepted him as Lord. Mm. So we got a greater. Come on, you know we got a greater covenant, <laughs> right? We we got a better contract. That's what it says. We, we got to stop. Nine. We got who does business off of old contracts? Come on, bro. Nobody does. Every contract gets renewed. Come on. Every contract gets uh, moved around depending on what the market is or the pay, and it'll get changed. Bro, we in the wheel. Right we <laughs> we're in we're in the new contract now that's for right. you old testament buffs out there yeah trying to get people to live according to the law which we know the law just brought death you know what i'm saying it was still righteous but it shows you hey you're a filthy and you don't match nothing up God. against hebrew israelites but
2: no. hey look if that's where you want to be right you know you can stay right there me i'm gonna stick with galatians 3 and 28. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I mean, we 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 we, we, we I don't want to yeah. be. I don't want to be. The law's been fulfilled. Amen. You know, I was we was talking about bro divorce. I Amen. was talking to somebody at my job right about divorce, huh. and and uh, she was like, "Well, if my husband done this, you can believe me. I'm signing." And I huh. just asked her one question, <laughs> D- bro. All I asked her was, "Do you have God's spirit in your heart?" Hmm, Bro, she looked at me. She says, her words were interesting. Interesting. That's a good question. I said, you don't have him. Because I said, if you had him,
1: your heart
2: would be circumcised. And I, I told her, I said, your heart wouldn't be stubborn to the point that you would not be able to work through some form of forgiveness. Now you have your ecclesiastical ostinulogators of the gospel and we're televangelists, but at the same time we are counselors and we have our uh, PhD in this and that. We're life coaches. Right. <laughs> and we're telling you that, you know, you know nobody should live under this or live like this, and it's okay, you know. You 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 don't have to be. You know how the doctor yeah. feels. Go me. Yeah. I just go to Malachi and I listen to what the Lord said, mm-hmm. and it says, "God hates divorce." Right. Just really simple.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. So that's what he said.
2: That's telling me that you know forgiveness is what we. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that some things don't merit it. I'm right. not saying that everybody is strong enough or cooperate with the Holy Spirit in the area. Listen, the Holy Spirit is not telling anybody not to forgive. I don't right. care what the offense is. Yeah. Because true. guess what? You won't get in with unforgiveness. How can you literally have God's spirit if you're unable to forgive?
1: Right. Exactly.
2: Right. And so, exactly. I mean, Jesus was really clear. He says that if you don't forgive, you know, your brother for their trespasses, he says, My heavenly father will not, will not mm-hmm. forgive you. Right. So we understand as Christians, we understand that faith worketh by love. So mm-hmm. every everything that we deal with in Christianity is based on faith. Right. So Amen. God taught me, because I was having issues with, oh, I hate her. I hate her. Blah, 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 blah. I ain't never. And God just spoke to me and said, you know what? It was me that said, Father, forgive them. Right. For they know not what they do. Mm. Do you believe in that? Wow. It was just simple. The Holy Spirit said, do you believe what I said? hmm And I was like, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? And the moment I accepted that. Right. It gave the Holy Spirit latitude hmm. to work with my heart. Right. And before you knew it, I was just walking in forgiveness. Hmm. It didn't matter.
1: Yeah. I was Amen. like, oh,
2: you know, da, da, da. And was like, well, so-and-so, so-and-so said this. And so-and-so, so-and-so said this about you. And I was like. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, well, whatever, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean that that's funny how it's funny how we could like follow certain parameters of the word until there's something that is too big in our heads or too catastrophic that all of a sudden the word of God is is just void from there. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> like you said, it, it don't matter. God the word of God is gonna stay in play regardless of circumstance. Yes. And, and that's one thing that I've, because we was kind of um, talking about, uh, excuse me, uh, you, you know how everybody has a testimony, yeah. right? Everybody has uh, an area of life that they've been afflicted in that God has turned around and has made that mess a message, right? It, I, I believe every, everybody has a theme. It, it's a testimony, but it's like a theme,
3: Right. When you
1: when you hear certain preachers or whatever they had, they bring a certain theme Mm
3: -hmm, because mm -hmm.
1: they're pulling from their testimony. Mm -hmm. They're pulling from something catastrophic that the Lord uh, delivered them from Mm -hmm. or that they might have, you know, a certain pit they lived in for some time and God brought them from there and they pull from that experience. And, And I was telling, you know, I was telling somebody, I said, for me, you know, the theme for me has been. You know, transformation
3: mm-hmm.
1: from, uh, from a dark place, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. from prison, which is mainly. Right. Right. Experiencing the power of God in, in a place where you're powerless. Right. Right. Because man owns you. Mm-hmm. Man is, is holding your hand through everything. Man is telling you what to do, what not to do, when to do it, where to do it. There are literal lines drawn for you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. out of bounds mm-hmm. <laughs> right <laughs> you know you you've 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 had you've you're you're established with perimeters you're established with boundaries you're 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 even located in a place where you cannot see beyond mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the the perimeter of your sight ends at that fence mm. <laughs> right so so for me it's always been a, a you know god is you know um has saved me and caused me to look beyond that mm-hmm. you know has caused me ha- set my sight you know beyond the perimeters you know what i'm saying and just like you you know he took that place and just made it our school mm-hmm. you know it made it our training ground it those 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 perimeters now just became perimeters for my life spiritually mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know it, it's helped me to stay in bounds in places that i shouldn't be you know going out of bounds in so it's brought actually a lot of god used that to bring a lot of structure right i think i thrive better under structure don't want to go back to prison but i think <laughs> but <laughs> i have i think for me i thrive better when i'm structured mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or when i'm scheduled mm-hmm. right? I think I've thrived better. When I don't have a structure or a schedule, I'm kind of like, ugh. Maybe I need to tell your wife to put a call out up in the kitchen. Maybe. <laughs> I think they're called honey to do lists. <laughs> Maybe she needs to start making me some of those. But, but anyways, my my point in being is is that, you know, um people gotta stop looking at, you know, their their uh they're failures per se, you know, and they need to turn them around and use them as lessons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, quit, quit looking at everything as everything's bad. Not everything is bad. Not everything, you know, God has to take us through certain things, you know, and if we're not, if our perspective is not that of God, mm-hmm. we're thinking we're going through, you know, something that's meant to kill us. See, that's good. And, and that's not the case. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you're outside of Jesus and mm-hmm. you're going through some, well, the devil's intent is for that to kill you. Right, right. You know, the devil's trying to use this to destroy you. Right, right. So just like when I went in, that was my mindset. It was, nah, prisons. It's all about slavery. It's all about just, which it still is, Um, but it's all about to enslave me. It's all about destroying a man it's all about breaking you down making you less of a man Mm -hmm. stealing your dreams crushing your spirit demoralizing you dehumanizing you and that's how i thought about it which again a lot of that stuff is is it's not like it isn't true right but my perspective changed when jesus saved me right right when jesus saved me (laughs) he didn't take me out of it Mm -mm, mm -mm. see some people would think when we talk about salvation it's god pulling you out of right and some things in life god's not gonna pull you out of that's right because god has to use that to make you like him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) god has to use circumstance that's like his little potter's wheel for us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that is the place because i can reassure you that if the the clay could speak (laughs) <laughs> while it's on that potter's wheel. And he'll break you down a couple of times and restart. And those hands are breaking you down, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's going to scream in agony, <laughs> right? But that's the, that's the place God has us. That's what the word says. He's, we're, he's the potter. Mm-hmm. I'm the clay, mm-hmm. but he's not going to destroy me. Mm-hmm. He's shaping me to be more like him. So a lot of you Christians, a lot of us, myself included, We have to take the place of where it hurts and look at it as, no, this is a lesson. Mm -hmm. God is teaching me something and I'm becoming more like him through it. Mm -hmm. I can't just ask God to rescue me out of every single thing. I can, obviously, yeah, because things are uncomfortable, whatever it might be. But if you change your perspective, Mm -hmm. if you allow God to change your mind, you're going to see this is a good place. Sorry to say it. But I felt like oh, prison is kind of good for me, even though I didn't want to be there.
2: No, but it 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 when you look at it in hindsight, in you hindsight, know, you say, "Man, that's the best thing that ever happened to me." Right. Because what it caused you to do at the crossroads of your life mm-hmm. is to make the decision, right? That okay, Lord, I want to walk with you. Yes. You know, because hey, look. I know for me, one of the escapes, you know, was the supernatural. Mm. Being able to experience the supernatural of God in a place of incarceration. Right. Just just as Daniel, mm, mm, mm. you know, 70 years, <laughs> right? Yikes. That's a cold sentence right there. 70
1: piece. Right. <laughs>
2: uh, I mean, that yeah. <laughs> And, but... You know, in a fiery furnace, uh-huh. don't even smell like smoke. God, right. God, God brings him out, demonstrates his power, you mm-hmm. know, to to all of Babylon. Right. If that wasn't enough, you know, in the lion's den, Ooh. sleeping with ferocious lions man, that, you know, normally if you throw a piece of meat in there, mm. they're all dividing
1: it. They're tearing it up.
2: Yeah, and so you know, but the angels closed the mouth of the lions. Mm-hmm. They when 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 Nebuchadnezzar called out for Daniel, mm-hmm. you know, Daniel was walking around, yeah, with the lions. <laughs> yeah. And so, for, but but for me, that's mm. what took. That's what the words you know means when it says, "Set your sights on things that e- that are eternal." Right. And not the things that are temporal. Yes. You know, because when you get outside of the natural, outside of the sight ram, mm-hmm. right? And you get in the spirit ram, the ram of faith, the ram of the word.
1: Yes. got to
2: take you out of your situation supernaturally. Mm. He has done it for me. Yeah. Matter of fact, we was just talking about, you know, a couple of brothers that, the Lord literally, you know, would give me prophetic words over men's life that you would think would be humped over like a question mark before they got out.
1: Man, share that.
2: And these brothers <laughs> are looking at me. I was just showing you the text. I was mm-hmm. like, man, man, thank you for always praying for me because God answered your prayer. Right. I'm out. Right. And I had 70 something odd years. Ooh, come on. You know, that, 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 now the average cat, I don't care who you are, that's enough time to tap out. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, I mean, it says God won't put more on you than what you can bear. When I see men with that kind of time mm-hmm. and God delivered them mm-hmm. and they tr- listen, and this dude wasn't speaking in tongues, slobbing on the floor. Mm hmm you know, he wasn't going crazy about this and that and that.
1: Mm -hmm. He heard a word. Right. And he believed that word. Right. Amen. Just as the
2: centurion did. Yes. With Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so that's what causing me to get outside of the prison walls. Because Mm. like you said, the tree line Yeah. That's where it stops. That was it. They don't want you to see no civilization. No. Isolated. Matter of fact, if you went to the whole IMU Mm -hmm. segregation, you spend 30 days in there and you come out to the institution, it's looking like a city to you.
1: Yeah. It's like you getting out. And they're like you got out. (laughs) It's like you got freedom. Yeah, yeah, it's like freedom. And they're (laughs) looking at you like, okay. He knows how to act now. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a society. So, in, in the, ladies and gentlemen, if you've ever been to jail, you, you imagine how you feel, you know, maybe devastation, even for those couple of hours, you know, because I remember I used, I used to go to jail a few times before my prison, you know, stint, and it felt like the worst thing in the world. But That's because the county is. Uh, right. But it was like a, a lot of the the first maybe three times I got what they what they call PR, pre-released. Right. You just go get booked. They just give you a court date and you get out.
2: Personal reconnaissance.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And 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 so you would just get out. So you wouldn't think like, you know, once, twice, all right, cool. You arrest me, man. Whatever, man. Just take me to booking, man. I'm gonna get out. And then I think the third time they snatched me up. I didn't get out for like a week, and man, I was stressed for just one week, and I was in there with this dude named Joker. Well, there's a lot of Jokers out there, but he was a friend of some of the homies, right? Well, he was a, a family member of some of the homies, but he's just one of those guys that he didn't hang out with us. He hung out with his set of friends or whatever, right? and he was in there, so he recognized me right away, and I'm in there stressed out, Bishop, like, dog, oh, gone, da-da-da-da-da. And all I had was a traffic violation. I was driving with no license. So that was like the third time I got called one. So this time they're like, now nah, we ain't PRing you. This is your third time. So you have to say it here until your court date. So I'm in there stressed out, man. This dude just sitting back like it's nothing. And then he finally looked over at me because I'm sitting like, man, these dudes ain't coming bailing me out, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he's like, man, shut up, homes. Like, man. You're going to get out, man. It's just a it's just a traffic violation, man. You crying, man? <laughs> Not in those words. Right, right, right. Basically, man, you sound like a you know, you right. know what I'm saying? Right, right. So right, he's right. like, "Man, but it, him he's sitting back like it's a vacation cuz he already did time." Right, right. So right. he's looking at me like, "Man, shut up, man. Like you're going to get out, bro." Like woo woo. Right, and then I remember right. I got bailed out on Halloween. So I did like a week but it was like you know again. Pers- you looked at Joker now like he was a prophet, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like when I get out, you know, I'm like, man, look. Again, perspective. I mean, later on, like not even maybe a year later, I'd get 15 years. Mm, come on. Compared to that week, I thought that week was hellish. Mm. But then you get cracked with 15. Fifteen a week to fifth. Give me the week back. Come on. <laughs> I'll go back for that week. I'll. I promise. I won't complain mm. if you just give me that week. Mm. And so again, man, it's just like you know. God knows, man. He and sometimes in our well, not sometimes because pride brings destruction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and when you're proud and you're a prideful person, God knows. Uh, he knows how to bring the humility yeah into play, and it's not like he's trying something, but mm-hmm. he he just throws things out there uh, knowing you won't budge, but he'll still throw it out there. maybe you will, mm-hmm. right, but he knows okay that that's not enough he He knows what to break you that 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 p r wasn't enough, that second p r wasn't enough. this fifteen will be enough mm-hmm. This is where he this is where he'll get it. Mm-hmm. you know, um, but in his in his in his ultimate wisdom and in, in him knowing everything, it ain't just about it's more. Yes, the humility is first. You can't receive God without humility. You can't get saved without humility. Come on. Because you have to acknowledge that you're a sinner. Right. Right? You have to acknowledge you've broken God, so there's that humility. And that somebody else paid the price. And that somebody else. Not you. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But but he's added so much more. Right. You know, in that. So it ain't about just God wanting to, ha, 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 I got you. Hmm. You know, like he's trying to hurt you. It's like, no, I have a purpose for you. Mm -hmm. I love you. I've called you. (laughs) <laughs> you know, what you've gone through and what you're going through, it's not for not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to use that. Uh, I just want you to say yes to me. You know? You don't know what God told me when I
2: first got sentenced, you know, because I gave back time. Right. Right? Almost 13 years. Amen. <clears throat> and 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 this is what God spoke to me and said, you know. I was mad, you know, and 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 upset. And, you know, in my, in my heart, I kept saying, I want to get out. Mm-hmm. That's always, you know, the first petition uh, that, you know, you... you, you get you, me out. Right. <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> you lock your son in the room right now, he's going to be saying, let me out. Let me out. Right. Open so, the door. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, you know, but God showed me something, you know. God said, this was a question. He hmm. says, you want to get out? Huh, I said, Yeah, Lord, and guess what he said, Preach. Mm. And then I started listening, and I was mm. telling you how, how the clarity of his voice there in that place mm, mm, is mm. so powerful. God said, Why would the devil want you on his ground? Well, think about you're in hell preaching. the forgiveness of sins, the cleansing of the blood of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Think about that. That's where you are, right? And we know (laughs) that. A living hell, right? right? This is what, you got to realize, you know, I wasn't a Jonah. I didn't huck a buck with God. See, Jonah huck a buck. It ain't like it ain't like Jonah was like, you oh, know, well, you know, I'm just gonna run. No, uh-huh. Jonah was like basically saying, no, we're not going there. I, I I'm not going in Nineveh to preach right. because I know that. what's there. I'm not doing that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Me, when the Lord told me that, He says, preach, mm. win souls. The devil ain't gonna want you on his ground. Miguel, you're a witness. Yeah. Everywhere I went, Mm -hmm. that's what it was about.
1: Exactly. Preaching
2: the gospel, planting the seed, you know, somebody else watered. But ultimately, God brought the increase. I see brothers now who I don't even remember Mm -hmm. who's walking with the Lord. Right, And and it's saying, man, do you know that God used you Mm -hmm. to say this? And that was the seed, or <clears throat> I've been walking with the Lord since you know you minister salvation to me.
1: Yeah. I
2: can't even count. Mm. I cannot count. We was talking about this the other day, me and Loki. I can't even count, bro. Right. <laughs> and so that's that's the fire that has always been illuminated, well lit. It, it ain't extinguished. Mm-hmm. That, that, that evangelistic fire, when I see somebody lost, you know, I need them to know you don't have to stay lost. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he listen, you know, the world has painted Christ to not be cool, bro.
3: <sighs> he
2: become yeah, all know. things to all men in order that they might be saved. I was just looking at some people over to my house and they was looking at me like, she was like, you got a red Laker hat. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm a real Laker fan. Ooh. You know, and she looked at me like, I thought this dude was a pastor. And you look, cause these are all pastors' wives. And I'm like, mm. yeah, but I got swag. Because guess what?
1: Man. I really
2: believe that Christ, man, he 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 wants to be appealing to those who are in the world. That's right. what his word says. For God so loved the world. Right. That's who he want to appeal to. Look, I ain't compromising with the world. Right, <clears throat> Love not the world. I, I don't love the world's values, beliefs, principles, none of that. Right. This is how Christ looked. Yeah, I'm listen. Man, every good on. and perfect gift come from him. Right. It was, it, it was, it was, he, look, Colossians talks about he is the creator of Everything. Yeah. All things was created by him, through him, and for him. Yes, sir. So you can't look at me mm-hmm. and try to say, Oh, well, you're not representing Christ.
1: No, it's the words that come out of my mouth. Right. That
2: represents Christ.
1: Right. I, I mean, bro, I don't I, I don't get it. Thank thank God I was under your toolage, you know, under your discipleship and and learning Christ where I learned him. Because that the 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 in you in what you're saying is like the the world i think and even christians when they get saved it's like there's a there is this uh, state issue jesus you know that when you get saved all of a sudden you're supposed to be wearing suits and get some framed glasses even though your sight is 2020 and you wearing bow ties or some kind of button up with slacks and Stacy Adams shoes or gaiters or whatever you want. And 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 now you're Steve Urkel. Now now you're now you're now you're this spiritual Steve Urkel. That's that's what happens when you become a Christian. You gotta look holy. Now, well, now, how does holiness look? Right. Now you gotta look like you're selling vacuums. You know, <laughs> like you're some vacuum salesman or something. And it's like, bro, I don't ever see God. No disrespect to the Mormons. No disrespect, but I, I just, I just never seen. I seen God infiltrate cultures, not change cultures. Come on, I've seen him infiltrated. You know, I, I've seen him change hearts. I'm, I'm hearing about him changing minds, hearts, restoring. I don't hear him saying, "Yo, change your clothing." I hear the clothing that I'm getting changed is my filthy rags for his garment of praise. That's, That's the clothes I'm getting. Yes. Right? But that doesn't mean naturally. That doesn't mean all of a sudden I'm wearing a curtain around me. When he's talking about a white robe, I am not walking around here mm. in a bat, you know, in a bathing robe with sandals on, with my hair growing out, looking like I'm a hippie, thinking I'm Jesus. Like, no, 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 no. You guys got it all messed up. Because you've got, you've let these state issue, you know, Ooh. pastors, these church issued, not the Jesus, not the church, G, not Jesus' church issued, but that's these real. religious issued pastors on, out here fool y'all thinking that you have to look a certain way now that you're a Christian. Right, right. A nun or a priest. A nun or some kind of, yeah. so Yeah, that's, I, yeah, yeah, put the uniform on, basically. I never, bro, I I never learned that. I I never felt that way. I never felt like, I mean, because my heart was changed. Like, yeah, there's things that I, there's a way I present myself because my heart's different. Right. You know, I don't want to wear my pants down to my knees. Right. Right. I want to pull them up. I don't want to wear jeans. You know, I don't, this isn't the 90s anymore. I'm saved. I don't want to wear jeans five times bigger than my body. The Holy Spirit's telling you how to look. Right. right. But but I mean, I'm still wearing Nike. I still got some Jordans. Yeah. I got some jerseys. I still wear my hat to the back sometimes or to the right, you know, cracked a little bit. I like you know, Kobe. I like Kobe. I still speak with some Ebonics. I come from, you know, I come from the streets. So you know, I still I still got pieces of my culture that it's okay because it's it's not evil. It's not controlling me. It's not. I'm not out here perpetuating something. I'm kingdom, but I, have, I come from a culture. And, and, and
2: God speaks every language.
1: Every language. So, so see, being <laughs>
2: vessels yeah. of, 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 of the Lord, mm-hmm. God may lead you to someone who speaks nothing other than abonics.
1: Right. And He right. may
2: need you to communicate Him. To this particular person, or these mm-hmm. set of people, so I don't get caught up in how somebody else, how somebody else's presentation is. You know, the journey that they're on, because mm. the Lord has me on a different journey. Exactly, right? You're staying in your lane, basically. Right, right. He, he, <laughs> he has me running my lane. So yeah. you know, I mean, I'm I'm excited. You know, about you know where God is taking us. Right, how He's using us. You know what I'm saying? The authenticity. Yeah. You know, that, that 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 the Holy Spirit has in us. Mm-hmm. We're not phony. Right. We don't put on facades. Right. You know, because mainly, you know, the evidence of who we are is the love that we have now. Mm-hmm. That that's
1: that's that's a, the main thing. Yeah. I was
2: just telling you, I seen an old school Crip cat mm-hmm. and he was from the house. hmm And he was looking at me, and I'm an old school blood cat. <laughs> right. And we both, you know, Dressing the part, right? you know, but my red that's worn is the blood of Jesus. Right. I understand the significance of the real blood now.
1: Mm, come on, man. I always Talk knew it, it was the blood. Yeah, talk to him.
2: You know, I just (laughs) had the wrong kind then. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: But now I really understand the power of the blood. So I rep the colors of Christ.
3: Mm, You know, so that's that's
2: the significance of me always wearing red now. Right. But when this brother looked at me, he kind of seen the same demeanor. Mm -hmm. But what they did is that opened up the door for me to show love and kindness as I did. Right? There you go. I I, I asked about the Lakers because I seen it. And he he knew. He was like, you know, are you from it? And I was like, yeah, I'm from the house. Right. And we started dialoguing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was able to let him know, hey, man, God bless you, bro. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not saying it as a cliche. When I say God bless you, Mm. you're going to be blessed. Yeah. Why? Because God has given us the authority to bless. To bless. Amen. So I don't just say it just, you know, because somebody sneezed. Oh you. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I tell somebody quick, especially somebody who ain't saved. I knew I know somebody at work, <laughs> uh, atheist talking about God bless you. I'm like, I'm sorry, you can't do that. I had Ooh, to tell her that. I right. said, oh, You can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you mean? And I had to break it down and explain it to her. She says, Oh. Well, now
1: I know that. Well, now I know. <laughs> you had to bring her into, into the understanding. Yeah.
2: I just, before we close, can I just read this one scripture? Man, read it. Absolutely. And because at the beginning of the show, uh-huh. we were talking about the rapture. Right. Now, I just want to kind of paint a picture. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit dwells within us. Right. We're the proof that Jesus lives, right? He's the witness. Yes. Right? And, you know, he said, go ye therefore, you'll do greater works. All of this was predicated on the promise, Mm -hmm. right? The Spirit of God in us. Yes. You know, Jesus now is everywhere through us. Right. And so... But this is what's gonna take place. And this is what to show you mm-hmm. what this is just one of the scriptures that I stand on. There's many, 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 many that we could turn to, but this is just one that I love mm-hmm. in 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter, seven verse. Mm-hmm. For the mystery of iniquity doeth already work, mm-hmm. right? Only he who now let it will let. Mm-hmm. Until he be taken out of the way, mm-hmm. and then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Mm-hmm. So who's going to be taken out of the way? Mm-hmm. Who's going to be removed mm-hmm. when the, the tribulation
1: takes place?
2: The, spirit. the Holy Spirit. Yeah, Who do we, d- guess, if he's gone, what are you doing here? Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's a good question.
2: Common sense, right?
1: Right. Right. If he's gone, what are you doing here still?
2: You might ought to check to see if you really got him. If yeah. you're
1: questioning yeah.
2: whether you are going to still
1: be here or yeah. not. I, I, I'm, I'm banking that I, I will not be here. You got him, bro. Um, because, you're sealed. Because, <laughs> because uh, if I have the Spirit of God in me, I'm led by the Spirit of God, and I'm proof that I'm his. And he said that what? He's gonna be taken out of here. That's right. He'll be removed. And once he's gone, the devil's saying, Oh, now I could come in. The Antichrist can say, now I can show up. And now I could do all this and do all that. And yeah. You'll have the uh seven seals opened and all that type of <laughs> Yikes. All the plagues poured out, and I'm good. I'm good on that. Oh, uh lastly, since we did talk about prison. I wanted to shout out just one person. By all means. It is this young lady that I came across on a page. Um, I believe her name is Angel, Mia Angel, Mm -hmm. and she's a particular lawyer. Um, Shout out to her, first and foremost, and as much as this woman kind of trips me out. Uh, to Kim Kardashian as well, because she partnered with this woman. This woman went on a challenge. She went on a, let's see, it was kind of like a dare, but it was a challenge, right? Dare, challenge, whatever. It was get, uh, Can you get 17 people out of prison in 90 days? Mm. And I believe it was uh, life. Not jail, but prison. Prison. Lifers. Get 17 lifers. I like
2: their ministry.
1: Out of prison in 90 days, and they did it. Wow. They got 17 people in 90 days that had life. They got them out of jail. Prison, I'm sorry. That were lifers. You know what, bro? I like to thank
0: him.
2: Yeah. One of these days, I like to thank her, bro. And and I believe that God's probably going to give us the opportunity one of these days because mm-hmm. He gives us the desires of our hearts. Right. I would just like to thank her because it was Jesus that said, "When I was in prison, yeah." There's the Spirit again. He 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 he's there. Did you visit me? Right. God has given her a passion. Right. You know? Yes. She want to see people set free. Amen. Yeah. Guess what, world? Some people get it.
1: Right. Some people learn. Yes. Yes, they do. They get it. And, <laughs> and so, you know, we we shouting her out, man. Yes. Um, continue yes. to do a, a good work because... Yes. You know, that that is actually the heart of Christ is to set the captives free. Praying for you guys. You know, so we you know, and again, you know, these I believe people like her yes. are answered prayers. Yes. Um, because again, God uses people. Yes. You know, and, and we've heard prophetic words a long time ago that I'm seeing a lot of it come to pass right now. Come on. Um, with a lot of inmates, more inmates getting out. There's more people being Now, more than ever, I believe there's more people getting set free from life that had life or death row. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people, you know, finding these loopholes or certain tests have come back. It shows that it's not them. You know, there's a lot more people being freed, even with some of these bills that just passed. Right, but
2: they put some of them on the table saying, well, we'll, we'll revisit these. Right, they're just prolonging you know, it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Next year. Well, guess yeah. what? You, you, you don't worry about it because the door that God opens, right, no man can shut. And matter of fact, shout out to my homeboy Cricket who on death row. Huh. You know, right there in LA and uh, shout out to him praying for you, praying for you, praying for you, bro.
1: Amen. Yeah, so yeah, Mia Angel uh, Mia Angel Cody, she's a lawyer writer. Um uh to so far went since she started really going hard on that, she's gotten 44 people with life sentences free. Mm. Um so yeah, just, uh, just we've been in, we've been locked up, so when I come across these type of things, these are notable to me.
3: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you
1: know what I'm saying I yes, yes. I appreciate that type of stuff and again mm. thank you know shout out for uh to Kim Kardashian who who caught wind of that and is now telling her, hey, whatever you need, funding I'm supporting you. I got you mm, so geez. hey, you got a billionaire like Kim Kardashian supporting you uh in I your like endeavors the, but
2: I, I I really would like I know what's motivating her it's yeah. the spirit of God mm-hmm. but I would like to know like when did God birth this? What was her experience that caused her to say, you know what? You know, that, that aha moment that, mm-hmm. that, that says, Hey, look, this is my purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't, you know, letting the world see my family and me, but this is it right here. Right. Just like, uh, what's her name who played for, uh, um uh, Minnesota. Mm hmm. Uh 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 used to play for uh used to play for Connecticut, uh the female basketball player. She mm. she she this uh guy they found out through you know DNA that he wasn't guilty. And guess what? He wound up being her husband. Oh wow. Praise I'm like, Lord, I'm like, Lord <laughs> you're talking about a come up. That was like, you know, <laughs> cats is <laughs> dreaming.
1: Wowzers <laughs> Look, cats
2: is look, cats is sitting up
1: dreaming. Yeah.
2: For somebody to come and rescue him like that.
1: Mm-hmm. But he
2: got beauty fashions.
1: Yeah. I'm done, bro. All right. Well, yep. shoot. Man, we, we, we definitely, again, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate everybody giving us an ear. Man, we want to thank you. Um, yes. Again, everybody from Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Man, thank you for tuning in. Um, continue to pray, keep us in prayer. Yes. We're going to yes. continue to keep driving this thing home. Mm-hmm. God has really been talking to me about continuing to grow this. Cause this we can do right. Like I rap, but I, I I ain't trying to be like that special guest pastor that is like 50 and all of a sudden busting out with like a old school flow. Like let these other dudes do that. But this we can keep going. Right. Right. This is something we'll always do and we'll always keep, you know, cultivating because God has given you so much. You know, and I think many of the times we're scratching the surface on certain things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because, you know, we're still kind of coming into this. It's going to get deeper. Yeah, we're still kind of growing it, you know, and especially now that passes here in the studio. You know, we get comfortable, we ease our way in, and we're going to continue to chop it up. You'll hear from some other people soon. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Get some other people, get some other dynamics, some other people sharing their story. We We could question them.
2: Yeah, let yeah, them. Yeah.
1: Let let we can we could bring out whatever deep waters God put in them, bro. And don't come <laughs> on tripping. <laughs> yeah. You know this is a no judgment zone. Yeah, some of these brothers are super raw, so we might yeah. have to give y'all some like media crash course training <laughs> before you come on here. Even though we're not trying to restrict nothing you say, but you know, say we're gonna have to just. With some wisdom, you know, give you a little crash course. I'm not saying that I'm the super professional podcaster, but, hey, man, we just want to make sure that things are precise. Right. Things are right. So other than that, again, we thank y'all. I'm your host, Miguel Profect Esparza, along with my anointed co-host, Father in the Faith Bishop. Thank you. Thank you for the word. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your insight. And, man, until next time. Again, we're a little late on the pod, but it's either Thursday or Friday. You'll catch us either way. So we thank you. God bless you and peace.
2: Keep your hand on the plow.